0: sisters welcome back to okay sis i'm mad i'm scout and when you hear this you it will probably already be
1: 2019, 2019. which is insane where the fuck did 2018 go Oi. you tell me sister I, i'm it's been almost a year since i got married
0: i know that's wild I that's mean, it's so wild that's so wild Um, anyways, it's 2019 now, but, or, when you're listening to this, but, right now we are still in Berlin, and we are about to go out on the
1: town. We're going to a rooftop bar for New Year's Eve. It's gonna be about 30 degrees. And we're gonna sit outside for, like, six hours. So, we're just gonna get really
0: fuzzy and warm inside by drinking a lot of vino.
1: Um, I'm gonna drink beer, but also, um, the elevators are closed for this rooftop bar, meaning we have to climb... 800 steps to get up to the rooftop bar. That's commitment.
0: We're just going to, like, get a little schwitz on before we... Get a little drink on. Get a little drink on. Which, I hope you guys have a balance of schwitz and drink this New Year's Eve. I must
1: say, your contour is looking extraordinary tonight. Guys. She is contour queen.
0: No, I'm not. But, I watched a YouTube video and just, like, pretended... What brand of contour
1: stuff do you have? I
0: don't even know. It's a... Ch- oh, Chubby Stick by people who listen to this will know what I'm talking about. I am so bad. It's called Chubby at makeup. Stick. It's called Chubby Stick. And um I saw Claudia Ostre, girl with no job. She did a little makeup tutorial and she was wearing it, so I bought it cuz she's like the queen of contour. She's the actual queen of contour. Oh. Um you get like a little sponge thing, yeah, and you, and you just draw
1: it on. I heard that the um I, one of my friends has the Puma contour or the Fenty Fenty, Fenty Puma. Sorry, <laughs> Fenty um contour. Yeah, I hear that too. And it's so cute because it's magnetized and it like sticks together really cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This came out before
0: Fenty did, so okay, got uh, it. I mean, we could also do KKW. Is ooh,
1: that a thing? ooh, maybe. People say it's probably. Does it's Kylie down. have a contour kit? No, no, She would oh, never. Why would she never? Because. Oh,
0: Kim is contour and she's Kylie lip. is lip. Got it. They are they stay in separate lanes. They stay in their own lane, which that's is a really really
1: important business tip, stay in your own lane. Well,
0: yeah, because that's that's what people were freaking out because they're like, "Oh, they're in competition." It's like, "No, they're in different lanes, areas of makeup." Got
1: it. Don't they also collaborate sometimes? Yeah. Well, she'll do like a lip kit with Kylie and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Pulling um, from both audiences. We're both uh,
0: wearing Kylie Lip Kit tonight.
1: Yes, we are. Which I don't own any Kylie Lip Kit, which I need to start owning Kylie Lip Kit, but I don't own any, so I'm borrowing yours.
0: Yes, you're borrowing mine, and it's the one that our stepsister, or yeah, our stepsister bought me. And it's super, super, super nude, which
1: is my... Ultimate
0: fave. my, My optimal lip color. Yeah,
1: I like the really nude color.
0: I want it to look like it's part of my face
1: yes okay that's like a weird thing to say but i get what you mean you know what i mean like yeah. i want
0: it to just be one shade across my face
1: okay <laughs> i don't know if that's cute or not
0: all right moving on anyways so the word of the week today it aligns perfectly with our guest with our guest miss amber Lee.
1: Chakra babe.
0: Chakra babe, chakra girl, chakra girl radio babe.
1: Oh my god, and she's so majestic.
0: Majestic. I mean She's also
1: like down for a good time, which I love about her. She, she works is, and plays hard equally.
0: That you know what? That is perfect. She's an exemplar of work hard, play hard. Yeah. Um she is so balanced. Uh but also just like has is open about the continu the the continuous Struggle to keep balance. Yes. I mean, that's the whole point of her entire podcast and, and brand, I mm-hmm. feel like, is just this continuation to learn about yourself and keeping all of those chakras aligned. Um, she's insightful. She's also, as you said, kind of rowdy, which I love about her. Yeah, she's
1: awesome. But very driven. So
0: our word of the week this week is chakra, because we want everyone to be well-informed before they jump into this pod
1: which we get into, the, we get into like the scientific background of chakras, which yeah. I was really happy you brought that to the table, Mads, because I thought that was super important. Yeah,
0: so you'll hear my uh, little skepticism mm-hmm. corner. So Mads
1: isn't really into the spiritual field. I am, so yeah. I can relate to Amberlee. Like I jumped in
0: and was like, I felt this chakra alignment. I'm like, whoa, 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 we need to back it up. Let's get some pragmatism in here. Let's get some science, let's get some analytics. Which
1: proved that it's true.
0: Proves that it's true, but I I want it always to come back to ration. Okay. Ration? Rational? Rational.
1: Rationality? Yes. I don't know. Okay. So, the word of the week. Chakra.
0: So, the Sanskrit word chakra literally translates to wheel or disc. In yoga, meditation, and Ayurveda, this term refers to wheels of energy throughout the body. There are seven main chakras which align the spine, starting from the base of the spine through, the through to the crown of the head.
1: Wow, um, you read that very quickly.
0: Yeah, I'm a fast uh, speaker. So, anyways... Guys, if you believe in chakras, if you don't believe in chakras, doesn't matter. This is an informative is episode. an informative episode. We get into, not. In we don't just talk about spirituality. We talk about hustle. a realm of, yeah, of just like how to be a modern woman and be balanced in today's world. And
1: how to achieve your goals in a practical and widely su- successful way.
0: Yes, and to maintain
1: mm. happiness. Because Amberly has sort of built almost like an empire of her own. I know, dude. She's amazing. I mean, she's helped so many people come to like a realization of what their business should look like. I mean, yeah. I always like get skeptical of business coaches that are in our age, but she is so I agree. she is so successful. I mean, it's crazy the amount of people that she helps. Yeah. She's like the real deal. Amberly, we love you and we Amber have a date. You know. We have a date in January to well, go for cocktails. Yeah,
0: you put in the cowl, you- I mean, if you want to make plans these days, just put it in the cow.
1: So I've known Amber Lee now for probably about a year, but only via Instagram in the podcast world. I've never met her in person. So it's um, crazy that
0: you have, like, digital friends. I like,
1: know. She's been, like, a digital friend of mine, and I, like, so look up IRL. to her. It's, we're taking it IRL. We're
0: taking this relationship IRL. Okay. We can't wait, Amber Lee. Have fun, listen to the first, I mean, what a, what a great way to start 2019. With this Seriously,
1: episode. so agreed and so needed, especially when it comes to New Year's resolutions in your business, like she's on it. Yep. Okay, okay, happy 2019, everyone. Enjoy. Enjoy. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You
0: have to be talking about Whimsy and
1: Roe, right?
0: Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality
1: goods, local production,
0: natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens.
1: Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Carapant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point.
0: Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first.
1: O-K-A-Y-S-I-S.
0: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about.
1: Amber Lee Lyons is the Chakra babe behind Chakra Girl Co., a spiritual platform aimed at inspiring women. She also hosts Chakra Girl Radio, one of our favorites, where she interviews different individuals in the wellness, spiritual, and entrepreneurial fields. She is your go-to girl for meditation, chakra balancing, and learning how to live your best life. So without further ado, Amber Lee Lyons.
2: Hi, guys. My new
1: bestie. I know. Can you? we, like, be friends in real life? IRL. Well, I, I mean, I thought we already
2: were. Anywhere. I know. No. <laughs>
1: we're, like, we need to, like, be in the same room together. Yeah. We,
2: we will. It's in
1: the calendar. Yeah. We have we have cocktails scheduled. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. context. We actually were just on Shocker Girl Radio last week. So, we are so excited to now have Everly on OK
1: Sis. Um, kind of turning the tables, if you will. I know. We're just, like, interview buddies over here. Yeah.
2: I know. We should
1: just do, like, weekly spots, bi-weekly spots. I know, right? I'm always down. so down. Always down. Okay, let's
0: do a current, let's do a round of current fixations.
1: Okay, I'll start. Scout, you go. Okay, so my current fixation this week is Shaman Durek. He is a third-generation shaman, and he acts as a mediator or bridge between the spiritual and physical planes. I first discovered him on the Balanced Blonde podcast. He was a guest, and I was mesmerized by the work he was doing on her like just completely fascinated and then um, I ended up meeting this girl at a party who does his PR and like the next day and I was like this is crazy Shaman Dura keeps coming up and then I heard about him on another podcast that he has a podcast so I listened to it it's called Ancient Wisdom Today and he has these amazing solo episodes where he just freeform talks about spirituality which is so inspiring and then after listening To two of his episodes, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I was like, okay, time to switch to another podcast. So I went to one of my favorites, the Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast, and the latest episode on there was also Shaman Durek. So I'm just like, Shaman Durek is supposed to be in my life right now.
0: Does, does, does he have like, is it a her? Or he? It's a boy. Okay. Does he have like a a man,
1: not a boy. He's a man.
0: Does he have like a book out. coming out? Like, I feel like
1: he's on some sort of PR I run. i gonna be like, okay, hey,
2: who's this PR agent? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously
1: he's on some sort of, no, he's, he's like, something. he's like a motivational speaker. He takes a lot of clients. I don't know too much. I, he might have a book. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, But his podcast is gold. If you missed it, it's called Ancient Wisdom Today. And it is, like, so inspiring, so uplifting. If you're in the spiritual realm, Shaman Durek is for you. Wow. Oh, my God. He's amazing. And he keeps popping up. You know, like, little synchronicities keep happening where, like, I can't get away from Shaman Durek. It's meant to be. Look yeah, I think me. I think I am going to DM him and see if I can get a session with him. We love to well, slide. I like him. he's like have him on the
2: podcast. He's like he uh, he's on all the podcasts right now.
1: We only interview women. I already thought about that, and my heart goes out to that prospect.
2: Oh, <laughs> maybe you should do like
1: one man a year. One man a year, a man. Dirt.
2: That's what Phoebe oh.
0: Robinson. She has a, uh, a podcast called So Many White Guys, and then she has a token white guy that she interviews each uh, season.
1: Oh, that's oh, pretty I cool. Love that. <laughs> <gasps> All right, so that's my current fixation this week. Beautiful.
0: Okay, so my current fixation is the woman, Jessie Andrews. So I'm not, I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. She is a retired adult fims, film star and the exemplar of a self-made woman. So she completely re- revitalized herself. She transitioned after doing porn to modeling and DJing, and then she founded four independent, brilliantly crafted businesses so she's a jewelry line called bagatiba a swim line called basic swim a ready-to-wear line called if i am saying that right um a skin and sun care (laughs) line that's not right that was not right god damn
2: it (laughs) calling her out i
1: love
0: it i know all her all her brands are like french so i have no i I can't say (laughs) any of that um and then a skin and uh a skin and sun care line called pitch again not sure if i'm pronouncing that right wait Amberly,
1: do you speak french
2: I do. She lives in
0: Oh, Canada. my
1: God. How did I not know this?
2: Well, I mean, it's, like, very Canadian to speak French. Yeah,
1: totally. Exactly. 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 Um, anyways, oh, but – Where did this, you find this woman?
0: Okay, well, on Instagram. And oh. I, I've been following her for a while, but she – But, okay, so the, the last one, Pitou, is um, – She patented this. It's a first-ever SPF highlighter. And I was listening to her on this podcast called The Failure Factor, and she is just unstoppable and exceptionally gritty and laser-focused on – each brand is so individualized and has an, a very different intention and look and brand behind it. And she also mentioned on the podcast that she oversees and is involved in every aspect from designing, manufacturer, order fulfillment to well-designed. She does every single social. She controls every single social channel for each business. When did like, she just leave? I know. I was like, where? And she doesn't have any help. I was like, how, like your mind must be just like exploding, but. Regardless, what I really admire about her is that she isn't ashamed of her past about Mm. her adult film uh, years, and she actually uses any judgments that are cast upon her to propel her and to fuel her, and... (sighs) I don't know. It's just, she's such a mul- I mean, talk about multifaceted entrepreneur. I love Holy it when shit. a woman
1: reinvents herself. Like, it just yeah. goes to show that no matter what age you are, what stage of your life you're at, you could pivot and and head into a completely different but industry. The other
0: thing is, I, I, I want to be careful about using the word reinvent because I don't want to put any shame attached to no, no porn shame. or like adult mm. films. That, that's yeah. the thing. I try to use my words carefully because it's not like she's reinvent. you know, it's not like I that. I meant that it was, in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, of course, of course. But that's what I'm saying is like, she, you. She never has said, "Oh, I, I didn't do porn," or like shut that part away from her life. She exclaims it, and she is proud of it. That's and then savvy. she has just created these insane businesses. She just has such an interesting history, and I love following her. Her brands are Can spectacular. We get her on the podcast? I have tried. I've DM'd her. If you're listening, Jesse Andrews, I would. <laughs> I'll. I'll pray at your feet if you can come on the pod. Oh but
1: um anyways, Her Sacral chakra
2: is tapped in. She's tapped into the feminine, the divine feminine for Absolutely.
1: sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good good current fixation, man. Nice. Oh. Okay, Amber Lee. Okay. So Currently obsessed with microneedling. Have you done it? Oh my oh, god, no! But no. I've been here. It's been popping up everywhere. I'm so. What interested. is
0: the difference between microneedling and microabrasion? Or
2: well, microabrasion is not actually like puncturing the skin. It's mm. more of like a rough like exfoliation. Got it. Microneedling is like poking tiny holes in your face kind of like, like um bleeding like crazy especially oh. if you're hungover oh my Pro God. tip. don't wait. go
0: hungover <laughs> <laughs> wait what's uh what what am i the acupuncture so it's like acupuncture for your face
2: no because it's like a machine mm. and it's picture like it's almost like more tattoo gun-esque okay it's literally like Repeatedly, repeatedly puncturing your face and it's like a it's like a it's called a um what do they call it a derma pen mm-hmm. so what so are what are they the benefits? kind of like run they kind of like run it over your face and it's got like a bunch of tiny little needles and they're like you know going you know going in and out in and out in and out mm. and that stimulates it's almost like you're your skin is being attacked so then it produces more collagen to try and protect the skin and so it brings all the collagen to the to the you know the base of the skin Mm -hmm. so it's actually interesting because it looks better and better as the weeks go on
0: how often do you have to do it
2: so they say to do it every six weeks and that a good amount of treatments is six treatments um I mean I saw I definitely saw results after the first one, and but then every time I went, it was like better and better and better. You can do um like you can do your chest. You can do I saw like people have been doing like their arms, uh. But I've just did like I have a scar on my forehead, and I wanted to minimize my scar, and it totally minimized it, um, and just gets rid of like the fine lines. And I just my skin is like so baby's bum.
1: We love that. Oh,
2: yeah. So wait, is, Goals.
1: It, is it good for acne or is it good for wrinkles?
2: Well, so it's good for acne scars.
1: Ooh, which I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we need so help it's there. Like,
2: it's good for um, like the surface of your skin. Like if you have bad acne, um, it's probably not the best thing. It's it's more for like fine lines and just the overall texture and it, it, and marks. Like if you've got like sunspots and that, it can, um, it can like make that less.
1: Got it.
0: Interesting. I need to look this up. Yeah. But Scout, you need your acne to die down a little before you Okay, thanks. Dive into micro <laughs> Thank you very much. I will
2: say, like, it hurts like a bitch, but it's totally worth it.
1: Okay, Ooh. interesting. I I'm love always it.
0: down to try a beauty
1: trend. Yeah. I'm in for it. I don't know if I might get sucked in. My wallet is not liking me too oh, much, and my true. face is extra not liking me too much. <laughs> so there is no win-win situation for me on this end. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, so let's hop into this episode. Um, we're so excited to talk to you. Let's take it back to the very beginning. When did you first embark on a spiritual path?
2: Okay, so I was a hot mess in my <laughs> 20s, like really whoring it up, clubbing nonstop. Like it was literally like... Every every night there was like some kind of special night at a bar And I would be hitting them all up Like Tuny Tuesdays Like <laughs> whatever oh my um, Wine Wednesdays Like we were really going for it um, And I just felt like shit all the time Needless to say And I like put on some weight And I was just like I don't know, like things were just not good. Anxiety was an all-time high. I was in fashion school and um, I was like working at a job that I hated and it just kind of got to a point where like enough was enough and um, actually a girl that I knew – had mentioned, oh, like, if you go to hot yoga, like, you could lose, like, 10 pounds in two weeks, like, you should, if you go, like, every day. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. And that was my first time ever doing yoga. It was literally probably my first time ever not talking for a straight hour and, like, being alone with my thoughts. And it was, like, holy shit. It was, like, the most difficult thing I ever did. And you know, so I started going more and more and realizing it was so much more than just about the exercise and, you know, losing the weight. And it was, it was learning how to be alone with myself. So, you know, that, that kind of led me down a path of, I'm going to try to meditate, which was so, so difficult for me back then. And, I went to a meditation class and I realized for whatever reason I was swallowing like every five seconds. And I, it was like, I had this like lump of energy in my throat and I was like, what the hell is this? I was like opening my eyes and like looking around at everyone else. And I was the only psycho who couldn't sit still. And so after the class, I asked the teacher, I was like, I had this like lump of energy in my throat. I don't know what it is. And she's like, Oh yeah, you should like, it's probably your throat chakra. And I was like, Oh yeah, throat chakra, like pretended I knew what she meant. I had no idea. And then went home deep dive Google and found some crystals online or no, I think I actually went to the store and bought them slept with a aquamarine on my throat every single night for two weeks and it went away. Wow. And I was like, Holy shit, this, this stuff works There's something to this. And then I was like, Hey, what else can I fix? What other like fucked up things can I like, can I set straight with crystals or with meditation or whatever? And literally, like, one by one, I went through completely self-taught, didn't teach, didn't tell anyone what I was doing, just, like, deep dive, Google, you know, bought some books, bought some crystals, you know, was meditating and just learned how to do it all on my own. And within, you know, I basically took two weeks for every chakra, and then I was just, like, a completely different person and opened up so many things for me like I wanted to start I decided I want to start a business and I you know just everything kind of opened up I just became a different person.
0: Mm. So what particular so first talk to us about what the chakras are Mm -hmm. what their healing powers are but also why you decided to focus on that more intensely or exclusively.
2: Yeah, so we have these seven core energy centers in our body. Um, I'm sure everyone can kind of agree that everything is energy, right? So the opportunities that come into our lives, the people that come into our lives, the actions we take, the emotions we feel, everything is energy. So our chakras control specific emotions and specific abilities that we have. I call them like our chakra superpowers. And they're like locked in there, but they can get blocked up. So the word chakra actually is a sense. Skirt meaning um, is spinning wheel. So you want all of them to be flowing and vibing together. And each of them vibrates at a different frequency. So it has it's like a puzzle piece. Like they all have to be kind of moving together. So through, you know, conditioning and trauma and emotional situations, through physical pain, we can get different blockages. And you can imagine like once there's like a bunch of blocks, it just kind of throws everything off. Um, And that's exactly what I was experiencing. And when you're, so that's what, that's being out of alignment. So when you're in alignment, your chakras are aligned, that's when you can like manifest and when you can literally like design the life that you want and it just appears for you. Obviously there's, you have to do the work and you have to take action, but Um, you know, your chakras are receptors and they are transmitters. So you're transmitting energy constantly radiating off of you. And what you're radiating off of you is a direct reflection of what you're receiving, you know, with your receptors. So, you know, you need to be paying close attention to that. And the reason that I really chose this avenue is that this is just, this is It's like a tool, like, you know, it's almost like your body is a textbook when you understand the chakras and you know, okay, if I'm feeling this way, it's this chakra. And that means I can do, I have to do these practices. Mm. So it's almost just like a more systematic way of understanding any like discordant energy in your body. I Mm. had
1: this experience once I was in yoga and all of a sudden all of my chakras aligned and started spinning at the same time. And it was, the, yeah, it was crazy. It was the wildest experience. I was well, wait, crying. Wait, wait, what do you
0: mean? Like you just felt that? or I you was completely you aligned,
1: about? and I could feel the energy spinning. Yeah. Throughout my entire body, I was like, all my chakras are literally in a line right now. It was
0: crazy. Okay, so I'm going to say something a little controversial, and I'm oh, yeah, sure... that's <laughs>
1: isn't as spiritual as you and I are, Amberlee. No, I will,
2: I will change you.
0: Yeah, no, and I... No, and do. i do. No, 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 I want to just have, like, an open conversation about this, and I'm sure totally. people have totally asked you these types of questions, and, you know, I... Scow and I we've if we mentioned this before we took a yoga teacher training um when I was like in high school and we learned about the chakras and I was very it resonated with me a lot and I was you know I, I love the whole self awareness aspect and really being in tune with the different and I believe that energy obviously flows throughout your body and that's I 100% believe that I think I just am a little skeptical of the quote unquote like voodoo of it or the magic of it and I don't I don't discount that it works, of course, and that it's truthful. Um, I think just me, I... And that's why in preparation for this, I kind of did more research on the science behind the chakras and how it actually connects to... Like, for instance, I found that, you know, the movement and manipulation of electrical energy comes from quantum physics and actually has this science background. And the placement of chakras correlates to um, major nerve bundles within our bodies. So it actually is correlated to our biologies. And it's... Mm -hmm. um, it has the greatest relevance to our parasympathetic nervous system, which is the part of our uh, nervous system that acts with um, resting and digesting and kind of learning those types of responses. So uh, for any skeptics out there, I kind of just wanted to shed light on more of the analytical background just because I personally don't feel
1: as... So wait, with all of that that you just said, you just (laughs) totally... Affirmed the chakras, yet you're yeah, no, still no. like hesitant. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. What Am I, I right, Amberly? No no, 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 no. What i no what I'm saying is that I was skeptic. I wanted to see the science behind it, and I want to see mm-hmm. some facts because I I don't think it's enough for you to say my chakras were aligned in my yoga class. For me, that doesn't do anything, and that okay. doesn't help me. Okay, I like the movement of energy that. And that is backed by years of science and that actually connects to our biology rather than something that's kind of up in the air. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that whole rant totally. that I just went on? So I, I
2: so I believe we have a physical body that has the physical science component and it's connected to the nerves, the parasympathetic parasympic nervous system. Hundred percent. That is hundred percent true. But I also believe that. And I don't think it's like a a woo-woo voodoo thing. I think that we just have energy that is around our body. It's Mm -hmm. not all in our body. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know – we are putting out energy as well that we can't see, we can't touch. Scientists can't test it because they don't really know. They they can't see it or feel it, but we literally have energy that is pulling things to us all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you so so think of it this way: think of patterns that you repeat in your life. You know how you do one thing is how you do everything. You know, I was talking to a client today; she was saying. Oh, I'm having like trust issues with my boyfriend. And then later in the call, she was saying, I don't know if I'm going to get clients. I don't know if it's going to happen. And the next day she was saying, I'm trying to manifest, but I just, I just don't know if it's going to work. So she was Mm. in a pattern of distrust. So she was manifesting situations in all areas of her life where she couldn't trust because she wasn't trusting. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like we create these like energetic patterns of situations that show up in our lives because of how we react to other situations in our lives. So if you're – so let's think of an example. So if you're talking about – whatever, like wanting to make more money, let's say, and you're like, okay, well, you're, you know, Vibrations in your body aren't gonna change, you know, money coming into your bank account, mm-hmm. but they can change the patterns in which you respond to things, in which you react to things, in risks that you take because you have the the right energy alignment to do it that end up resulting in money and saying yes to yourself to an opportunity that comes up because your energy is aligned. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and that no, that it completely. Yeah. I I I I love that analogy of really seeing it more as patterns of behavior and totally. that relating to your energy, which then can get you a goal. Because yes, I I total I like what you said, where you know if you put it out, you manifest like, oh, I just want to make more money, but then you sit there and like, well, let's align my chakras and you just think about it. No, there's actually no. you need some action, of course. Oh, and totally. I think you need that's action.
2: And so, Yeah. So the way that I teach it is to like go through. The chakras, this is, I call it like my seven, my chakra manifesting process. So if you want to manifest anything, the first step is to get grounded in what you want to manifest. You need to be so clear about what it is. If the universe doesn't know exactly what it is that you want, that it can't, magnetize it to you if you haven't thought about it or you don't know what it is it can't bring it to you Mm -hmm. um so step one is getting super clear and getting grounded so that's root chakra energy is grounding the second thing is feeling it so your sacral chakra allows you to um that's kind of like your creativity and your passion so you feel into it as if you already have it, once you can embody that vibration of already having it, then that kind of gets, it kind of starts, you know, that's you're on the vibration and then you can move on to the next step, which is intuitively tapping into, okay, yes, I know I want this. I mapped it out. I felt into it. I know I want it. Um, so now I'm going to like, you know, be more clear on what's next. So then you move on to the heart chakra which is about co-creation. So the heart chakra is about the balance between giving and receiving, the balance between masculine and feminine, um, the balance between work and play. And that's where you think of like, okay, so this is the work I'm willing to do to make this thing happen. And this is what the universe needs to do. So I'm going to go and I'm going to apply for that job. But the universe needs to make sure that the lady interviewing me had a, you know, didn't have a shitty morning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you would think about like how you want to co-create And then the throat chakra is about, okay, now there's fears coming up. Now there's anxieties coming up. I've set out all this work. How do I, like, tap into a calm vibration going into it? Um, And then throat chakra is also about communicating it, so starting to plant the seed and talking about what you want. And then that starts to bring it into, you know, into your field even more. And then the third eye chakra is about, you know, just asking – finding clarity of mind and asking the universe what should i do next and you know for the people that aren't super spiritual Another way to describe that is just clearing the brain fog, getting super clear, because the answer is already, you already know the answer. So it's just tuning in for the answer. Um, And then the crown chakra is, you know, once that is uh, tapped into, then that's when you're actually taking the action and moving forward. So you did all those steps before you even took action towards what you wanted. Mm. So... Yeah, you have to take action. No, you can't just sit there and meditate your way to more money. Fuck no, that doesn't work. I tried it. Um, But (laughs) taking action has to come from an aligned place. It can't just be like, okay, I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to try that, and I'm going to sell this, and I'm going to do that. Like it has to be like really like felt into um, from all emotions and all energy spaces.
1: There's this amazing quote um, that comes out of Alcoholics Anonymous, and the quote is, God without work is dead. So mm. I love that, so, 100%. Yeah, so you can believe in something higher than yourself. You can believe in the universe or the energy or God or whatever you want to call it, which um, I call it my inner guide. But without putting in the work, that belief doesn't push you anywhere. You need to do the work yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, totally. I, I really – just listening to you speak and the knowledge you have, and I love how procedural – the chakra i'm just trying to relate it i'm just trying to bring it into a way that i can really really relate to it because it it obviously has amazing benefits and it's something i I like to think that i'm a very self-aware person already but i like that the that the chakras are giving it giving each of these steps a real it's giving each steps a name first of all and then an intention behind it and just a clarity and a more transparent way of looking at the the, your your behavior track and how that aligns to your ultimate goals in life and everything it's just a way to organize I think your feelings and your life
1: wait I have that make sense okay I have like a selfish question um if you're feeling super depressed which chakra is struggling
2: so, so that's the thing. It's like because they're a puzzle piece, you can't 100% know. Um, I think – so depression to me is the, is the opposite of your brightest self. Your brightest self is your solar plexus. So right below your ribcage, it's like your confidence, your spark, that like je ne sais quoi that makes people like turn their heads when you walk into a room. Um, and, you know, that easily gets dulled. Uh, When you're burnt out, when you're shit talking yourself, when you are, um, you know, not creating healthy boundaries, meaning, you know, letting other people drain your energy and all of that, it it kind of creates this like discordant energy within you where you're not being you're, it's like you're cutting off your ability to be fed um, through all of your chakras because you're your your solar plexus which is like your life force chakra is is cut off.
1: Interesting. That's really interesting. I really resonate with the solar plexus chakra. Yeah, you really do. You, she was yeah. she was saying that last week before we went on your podcast. She was saying that. Oh, okay. Okay, so I kind of want to make a little shift cuz I want to talk about what you actually, you know, really do, which is amazing. So tell us about Chakra Girl Co. I know you offer a lot of different courses, a lot of different meditations. Can you chat a little bit about what women can expect when they sign up for one of your courses.
2: Mm-hmm. So when I built my first business, I realized as I was like going through the steps of launching that I was actually having to tap into each chakra's energy and sequence. So when you're setting up the foundation of your business, you need to tap into your root chakra energy when you're setting up your brand and you're telling your story, you need to tap into your sacral chakra energy and so on and so forth. And I was like, holy shit, like there's something to this. Like these are the steps and this is the order of the chakras. Like what the hell? Um, so I, created a course called Shocker Girl Business School, where I, you know, for one week, we tap into the energy. And then the next week, we implement that step of your business, which essentially like a business in a box. And we're like, I'm literally teaching you how to launch your business in like three months. Um, And then from there, you know, I started creating higher level programs. So now I'm supporting women, not just to have businesses and be entrepreneurs, but to step out into more influence. So When I took a look at, like, my journey over the last year and a bit, I was, you know, really stepping into more of an influencer role, I did the same thing. Like, I had to tap into different versions of myself that were locked in that inside of me, like the energy was already in there and this version of me was already in there, but I had to tap into it. Um, and there were different fears and different blocks. I always say new levels, new devils, when, you know, you get to a certain point, there's still so much more to clear out to get to the next level. So that's, um, I kind of take my clients on a path. Like you start in Shocker Girl Business School and then you go into Shocker Girl Influence and then my clients that are like killing it, like making multiple six figures and like, you know, doing really, really well in their business then I have a, um, a more boutique program that's for a smaller group more time with me we go on trips more trips together um that one's called Shocker girl icon
1: yeah you're always somewhere with all your girls it's amazing I know
2: it's so fun so we go on in Girl business school we just do like a meet and greet like lunch and for the VIP girls we do um a photo shoot as well and then in influence we do one trip and in icon we do two trips so it's it's really fun. My so, clients are the best, too. We have literally just, like, get blackout and have
1: fun. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, so jealous every time I see you. You're, like, in Hawaii. You're in Palm Springs. I'm, like, get me on this train.
2: I know. And I'm literally, like, I just sit there and I'm, like, I'm at work right now. What the hell? Like, this is my job.
1: Okay, so, do you like, what are some tips? Let's say a woman is listening to this. They're feeling super inspired. They've had an idea for a business, but they just can't pull the trigger. What is, what, what is something that you would tell them to just go for it?
2: Well, at the end of the day, like I I like to think that it's, everything is bigger than you. Like if you have something that you need to share with the world, and I always say that too, like the first step in starting a business is what is one thing that you've learned that has changed your life and how can you share that with the world? And once you tap into that, it's like, it's, it's no longer about you. It's about, you know, sharing this message, it's about this big mission, and that is just such a great way to bring more energy in, and I mean, the next thing is to really feel into what chakra is holding me back from doing this, and typically, if you haven't done this work, it's the root chakra, which is about fear, and have you guys read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks?
1: No. no, should we? Oh my
2: god, go read it, it's like my favorite book, but he talks about like the four fundamental fears, so one of them is fear of outshining so it's like you also want, you, you kind of want to like dull your sparkle a little bit because you're afraid you're going to outshine someone and, and usually people with siblings get this <laughs> um, so you kind of hold yourself back in that way some people have fear of failure which means you know you maybe you failed before maybe you failed when you were in grade three and you like have this belief that you're always going to fail one of them is fear of being fundamentally flawed so you just you know see these other people being successful and you're like no I could never do that um and the other one is fear of losing yourself. So that's usually because we grew up watching like Scrooge McDuck and thinking that he was evil and rich people were evil and you know what I mean? So people think like, oh, when you become successful, you are alone. So mm. you might not re- resonate with those fears right now, but if you really dive deep, any time you're holding yourself back, it will boil down to one of those four. I. Um, Yeah. And like in the book, it's like, yeah, everyone has like one or two. Most people don't have four. I'm like, no, I have them all. (laughs) Yeah.
1: um, And
2: they just pop up at different times. So yeah, just even just being mindful of like, what is the fear? Like you need to know what is the fear and then you can start implementing some kind of practice to work around it and keep going anyways. Cause at the end of the day, fears are always going to be there. Always, always, Mm -hmm. always, always. You just need to learn how to just fucking do it anyway.
1: Yeah, so I've said this on the podcast before, but when I'm about to start something or I'm making a decision or I'm entering a new business, whatever it is, um, if I, I look at what's stopping me from doing it, and if the only thing I can come up with is fear, then I make myself do it.
2: hmm 100%. I love that.
0: Yeah, fear is, fear is inevitable, and it's more so how we resist it and how we combat it.
1: I get mm-hmm. scared all the time. I mean, Mads and I started this podcast, and we're moving forward so quickly with it and we're hustling and we're doing all these things but like I still get fearful of failure you know what I mean even when mm-hmm. you're in it and you're doing it and you're loving it like that fear always creeps in and it's mm-hmm. how to kind of prioritize that fear and use it as fuel versus uh using it to harm yourself
2: totally and like uh, uh, Gabby Bernstein always talks about like your bounce back time
1: oh I love her
2: Yeah, like if you – like, yeah, the fear is going to come back, but, like, how are you going to react to it? And sometimes you can't – what did someone say? She said you can't control your reaction, but you can control your response to the reaction.
1: Yes. Which I love. I totally live by that philosophy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Also something about – this kind of ties into, you know, getting constructive feedback or – uh, feed, you know, we're it's all about how we react to that feedback and mm. obviously how we implement it. But it tells a lot about a person when you're given, you know, something that you should your you should, you know, improve upon or something that is a little bit more constructive and on the more uncomfortable side. It's how you really. You take that and own it, and I think that's the same thing with fear. It's like look at fear in a, as a growth opportunity rather than something that's going to hold you. That back. is
1: one hundred percent one of my weaknesses. Constructive is, is criticism, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't take yeah. it. I just can't. I freak out. I, I lose my mind. It's a really hard. It's a really, really if, hard. If habit I get one small thing know, wrong, you, you you fixate on it. I, know. I fixate on thing
2: it too. That I will say about that is that. It goes both ways because the person that's giving it to you has to be coming from the right place too. Of course, yes, yeah. There's so obviously true. a way,
0: but I I know exactly what you are talking about Scout. Even if they're saying it in the most gentle, and it's obviously to better myself, and to and and it's it's in my best interest, and it, they mm-hmm. they're you know invested in my growth. It's still yeah, it stings. Of course, we never want to hear what we're doing wrong or ways that like we've let someone down or something, but. It's I always remember that the like reaction to it and the way you take that feedback and use it, you know, use it as a fuel rather than a retreat, retreating mechanism. One of
1: the tenants that I really, really, um, I guess, admire, it's not like the best word for this, but that I really admire in the workforce is a place to fail safely. Mm -hmm. I think that Uh. that is so important if you're running a company, if you have employees, if you have a team cultivating a space where you can fail safely is so encouraging and it allows people to learn from their mistakes versus being burdened by their mistakes
2: absolutely Um, that's smart i mean i definitely need to learn how to not get mad when people screw up
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah that's that's probably the first step
2: i have really high expectations of myself so i have really high expectations of everyone else yeah. i mean that's that's, that's totally, totally, fine. totally that's, fine we all
0: should hold each other up to the standards that we we deserve totally yeah okay so talk to us about shocker girl radio when did this start what was the evolution like how, was it really unexpected how big it got how's everything
2: yeah i mean unexce- i mean i I wouldn't have started if i didn't think it was gonna be successful but totally. how fast it happened kind of like blew my fucking mind mm-hmm. um so essentially so i had a podcast before it's still on there i think it's called hot rich and humble it's actually really cute um, <laughs> i love that title it was with me and one of my girlfriends. Um, and I, I love podcasting. It was just really hard to like coordinate two schedules. And Mm -hmm. I just kind of, I just don't like to depend on people. I'm like, I'm just going to go do it. I like, I'm ready to do it now. I'm just going to go. So I was like, I'm just going to start my own. Um, and I have PR agent as well, society gal shout out. And I mean, so my, one of my big goals is to have a TV show The idea hasn't fully landed yet. At first I thought it was a reality show. Now I'm thinking I want a late night show. Hasn't fully landed. But um, this was kind of... I started the podcast as kind of like the first step to that. And my mission has always been and will always be to make Chakra Balancing cool. So I wanted to just introduce that to people in a way that was still fun and informative and I'm not like being super I'm not being like preachy or like super woo-woo on the podcast because what we're doing is we're interviewing influencers and successful women and we're asking them about their spiritual practices asking them about words they live by books they read like and just talking about everyone's journey because everyone's journey is so so different and I think you can learn literally learn like a million things from every person. So just really like giving people the platform to talk about not just their strategic journey to success, but what were the internal things that they did? What were the things they had to overcome? And then by virtue of doing that, we're also, you know, letting people know again, that it's like, okay, that you are a hot mess. It's okay. That you're still sometimes a hot mess. It's okay that you're, you don't fully have it together. I mean, we have a segment called, um, What is it called? Manic moments and manifesting, where we talk about having a meltdown. You know, what is the last meltdown that you had? You know, because it's just so normal. I I just, I feel like people see these bloggers and these influencers, and they're like, "Oh, their lives are so perfect," and then it makes you hate your life. Yeah. It's like, why don't we just like talk about life not being perfect
1: (laughs) and like how to fix it? Yeah, we're you know in the moment. We're huge fans of your podcast. Yeah,
0: I mean, you have this really approachable tone, which I love about you, and. It feels like you're kind of democratizing spirituality in a way and bringing to light and and kind of sh- shedding light on, as you said, those influencers where all we might see is this surface level, beautiful photo that they've whatever on Instagram, but rather yeah. kind of and diving too, in. Yeah, Yeah, well, of course, I mean, we all do, of course, it's highlights, but. Yeah. The podcast kind of brings it down to that more real level and it's so, it's relatable. And I think I love that segment at the end and I was, I really loved, and when we were on your podcast, like I really loved thinking about that because you never really, you know, reflect on a a manic moment because you want to let it pass and let it go away and never revisit it again because it was obviously very uncomfortable and negative negative. And kind of reflecting on it and, you know, it, it made me express gratitude that I, one, had it because I learned something from it and also that I'm better now. So it gives me that sense of courage to continue on and be like, look, I fucking got over that. Now I can keep going and look oh. what happened, you know. So I think that's a it's an amazing segment. And thank you for doing it.
1: Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's say someone's listening to this podcast and they want to start their own podcast or they have their own podcast and they're Uh, just getting uh, us or us, (laughs) selfishly us. What are some tips do do you have for growing a successful podcast?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the key is to like be giving information, like be giving value. Like people want takeaways and they want to list. They want something that they can walk away and implement. Um, and they want to be inspired as well. So I don't know. I think, so th- those are two things. And also just being real. Like I said, like, I don't want, like, I love that you guys, like you're not trying to be like perfect and polished and like talk about how you're, you know, whatever, like everyone's just being real. And that's what I think the world needs right now. Um, and that's what people are so drawn to. So be real um, you know, be a resource like what are you want people to be coming to you to get information on whatever your like it factor is. So, you know, what can how can you always be providing inform, information and tips and and all of that to people.
1: And how can Maddie make fun of me the most in
0: each episode? Yeah, I mean, we gotta (laughs) give the entertainment aspect of the pod also very important. Yeah, that's the the real factor.
2: Realness.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's talk about balance. I think that we've all kind of had a difficult relationship with this word. Maybe just the word as it's come more to light in society today, or at least I have, I don't know. I'm just kind of really sick of people saying work-life balance and blah, blah, blah. So I want to hear your thoughts on that because obviously the chakras is, is about balance. It's about alignment. How do you view this, like, resurgence of this word and just kind of strip it down and what do you do to essentially keep everything in in line? But
1: also not only that, like, so much of your core mission is balance. It's, It's about being that modern woman who's also spiritual. I mean... So talk a little bit about wh- where you find so that, that balance important. and why it's These are important. These are a lot of yeah. questions. We're just throwing it all at you.
2: <laughs> I, I, think I, I think I know how to okay. all <laughs> answer this. Amazing. Um, so I don't think balance is about, like, balancing your work schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me – I want to have it all and I want to fucking do it all. I want to be hungover and still be able to work. Oh, I wanna God. Be, you know, I wish. <laughs> materialistic and still spiritual. I want to I want to do all of it. And the only way to do everything to be able to work your fucking ass off and make a bunch of money and have an amazing family and have amazing friends and feel amazing and go to the gym and eat healthy and do this is to tap into your chakra energy. The energy's in there. All of the energy to do it all is in there but you have to be taking the time and the care of yourself to tap into that energy. So it's like when I hear people saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time, that's actually not the case. The case is of not having enough energy. So if you were to be, you know, and it sounds counterintuitive because you actually need to take more time out of your day to do this daily practice or to do this energy work, but if you're doing that and taking that extra 10 minutes or half an hour or whatever it is a day, you're actually like opening up more time for yourself. It's almost like time slows down for you and you, you end up getting it all done. That's when you manifest opportunities. That's when you manifest more money. Um, and so it's not about working harder, working more. It's about being aligned. And when you're aligned, um, that's when you can achieve that what feels like balance because your things are falling into the right place.
0: Wait, so how, but then how does someone, what are those, what are those practices look like? Is it meditation? Is it just learning about your chakras? Like what, what do I do to get that alignment?
2: So it comes, so I like to, I know this is so cheesy and I hate saying this, but it's like, you have to look at like mind, body, soul, and energy. So every single day doing something, your mind. So just getting so intentional. So say you're working on your root chakra, okay? You're working on uh you have money fears, okay? So every single day doing mental practices that eliminate those money fears. So maybe you have a mantra. My mantra is I'm a fucking wealthy woman and I say that in my head all the time. Maybe you're reading a book on you know manifesting money. Maybe you're writing in your journal every single morning saying three we three ways that I am already abundant. And you're like, okay, well, I got an extra shot in my Starbucks. I bought the fancy soap. I, you know, whatever it is, I took myself out on a lunch date. Like, those are ways that I already feel rich. So getting yourself on that vibration mentally every day.
1: I love so that. So
2: for your body um, – You know, so if your root chakra is blocked, then you probably have some lower back pain or some um, feet issues Mm -hmm. with your feet or issues with your legs. Really tending to that any chronic pain that you have is so, so important. Stretching, breathing, um, just like moving the energy in your body. So any kind of like workout, stretching, anything like that you know if you can every day that's amazing. Um for your soul meditation, there's so many meditations out there. Plug my meditation bundle. Um so there's so many like chakra meditations out there. You could literally just google root chakra meditation, um meditation what to feel wealthy. Um you know, do that for five minutes. And then for your energy, that's about visualizing. I also include crystals in the energy section. So, you know, literally getting that frequency right by using crystals and by visualizing it, because when you visualize that you want, you are literally becoming an energetic match for it. Um, so literally all of that can be done in like five to seven minutes. I know it sounds like a lot, but you could do one of each of those categories every single day, and it could take you five to seven minutes.
1: Have you ever read the book Wishes Fulfilled by Wayne Dyer? Yes. Oh, That's my God. so funny.
2: I was going to bring that up earlier in this episode. Really?
1: Isn't it amazing? What is
2: it? It's so good. It's all
1: about manifesting and how to manifest. It changed my life. Every night before I go to bed, I sit there closing my eyes, falling asleep, and I just run through positive affirmations. I'm wealthy. I'm successful. I'm confident. Mm-hmm. And I'm fulfilled. And it has, like, totally changed my life.
2: And one thing that you were saying earlier is that how you, when you think about when people say God, universe, whatever, you say inner guide. And I mm-hmm. love how the way Wayne Dyer explains it, and this is getting like really woo-woo, but um, he, he he says God, that doesn't fully resonate with me, but he uses the term God, um, but he says it's not like this higher power that lives in the sky. It's actually something that lives in every single one of us. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and that's like a universal force that connects everyone. Yes. So, um, the fact that you use inner guide, that's totally speaking to that because it's not like we're, you know, and I think, I think Maddie, you're kind of like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I don't believe like you, you, you don't see it as like this, um, like woo-woo thing, it's more like it's internal, and it's like the answers are already in there. Mm-hmm. There's just so much stuff we need to clear out to access them.
0: Totally, and I think it's just it's just categorizing it in a different way because I, yeah. I, I think I do feel – obviously, I do feel spiritual. I do – very all of the rituals and the kind of things that you have mentioned, I feel like I have in a practice every day. I, I mean, I work out every day. I – meditate and I'm very in tune with how my body is functioning and I like I I think it's just recategorizing it into the chakra system essentially and really tying it back and being aware of those energy centers and I think it's just awareness like I just I like having new new uh terms and new ways to label things in my life so it you know what I'm gonna Are be, you spiritual? No. But
2: <laughs> No, but I'm not spiritual, but I have a
1: chakra. <laughs> we we okay. almost got her Amberly. We almost my, got her. No,
2: I I you guys,
0: I am, I am understanding everything that is happening. Also, uh my root chakra is definitely out of Same, whack. Same, my lower yeah. back
1: is crazy. My right lower now. back is
0: just like an old grandpa, like just Same. bending over Same. all cranky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: it's about like Money fears, like all those four fundamental fears that I talked about, but then also about um, your fight or flight response. Mm. So, it actually, like, your root chakra fears are passed down, like, hereditarily. So, you actually have, like, your ancestors' fears in your root chakra, and it's like your survival fears. So, if you've ever had, like, a near death experience, or if anyone, you know, in your um, lineage has, then you're probably carrying that um so yeah i might have lost I, I, I might have lost maddie on that one but no no i'm
1: with it well i'm Guys, with it stop
2: teaming up
0: against me yes
1: finally finally Amberly. stop
0: this no i admire this all i love i i it, look the sh- yeah. this is all about bettering yourself and yes. improving upon yourself and living your best life which is exactly what i
1: I'm all about to preach
0: and to the world and I'm all I about. Mean, so in whatever ways that you can do that for yourself. I'm not gonna poo poo it. I just uh, that's I didn't. I hated that I just say that.
1: Yeah, me what too. A, what
0: a, what, a, what am I trying to say? I'm not trying to yuck your yum. There we go. Um, oh, love that. <laughs> um No, but it's just it's just I just have hesitations,
1: and that's why then Shocker that's- Girl is
0: on the pod right now, so that I can ask her questions.
1: Oh no, I'm okay. You. We're <laughs> with, exactly. I'm with that's you, girl. That. You are Mads, I must say, a very. Um, you place a lot of emphasis on self realization. Yes. And bettering yourself. My, wait,
0: hold on. My crown chakra.
1: Your crown oh. chakra. Good. Look at you, girl. Okay, I have a little cheat sheet. Oh, can you send that to me? <laughs> can you send me the cheat that's sheet? Okay.
0: Yeah, of course. I. Oh, I'm a very research-based person. I, if you haven't noticed.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that you like goop. Uh, yeah. Because, like, I just, that's I, very
0: woo-woo. I, I I take it with, I I, I pick and choose. You pick and choose. I pick and choose. I like her travel guides. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyways. Um,
2: Everly. This was amazing.
1: Thank you so much for coming on, love. Thank
2: you, guys. Love you both. This was so fun.
1: And we're so
0: excited excited for our date.
2: So excited. In
1: the new
0: year, we are so excited. We'll document the whole thing for you guys because it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild.
1: It's going to be wild. We
2: can't show everything, though. Like, we have to stop documenting around midnight okay oh, whoa
1: <laughs> my god whoa. midnight <laughs> we're in bed by 8 p.m. okay I'm going <laughs> Amberly, I'm going out for you girl yeah we're we're like old grandmas we'll go out we'll go out we'll do it we'll rally okay we let
2: work on the solar plexus so you can stay out later
0: yes
1: exactly I love that I <laughs> love
2: that
0: working on my chakra so I can stay out
1: later I love that party. it's all about uh, balance all guys oh okay. okay so let everyone know where they can find you if they don't already follow you which is crazy if they don't
2: <laughs> love you so instagram at chakra girl co and the podcast is on itunes spotify google play and it is called chakra girl radio and that's the best way just like slide into my dms we'll chat we'll get to know each other
1: love it Amazing. so much all right you can find ok sis at ok sis podcast and that's it we up everybody Woo, love you guys